Steve, this movie a little, little triggering for me. I don't know if you, um, for those of you who are just tuning, you, we watch Trucks, and we'll talk about this movie. Fucking blows, um, but we uh, uh, we watched the movie Trucks, which was yeah, it was just a little bit triggering for me. Um, I don't know if you know this. I was in a a, a car accident when I was a kid, um, mm-hmm. and we were <laughs> we, we were uh, T boned by a, a, a tractor trailer that was carrying a bunch of. Uh, omega-3 capsules you know it was like a vitamin truck or something like that going to gnc yeah yeah luckily we only sustained superficial injuries <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> superficial injuries I get it. Superfi- welcome boys and girls to another fucking of halloween is forever i'm brian and i'm steve and that's how you can tell brian writes a lot of his own jokes <laughs> Holy God. <laughs> Superficial oil injuries. Oh, man. That's a good one. That's a quality joke. I really stepped on my own joke by laughing, but it was so funny. It was so funny, you guys. Uh, we are here once again with another fucking mini-sode, you guys. Uh, this was a punishment episode, and I'll explain what that means here in a damn old sec. Hold your fucking jeans on. Um, but boy, did it feel like a punishment. Uh, you probably saw it when you clicked on the old podcast episode in your Apple podcast or your Sportifies or whatever. We are uh, we watch Trucks from 1998 or 1997 question mark i don't know i saw conflicting dates um it felt like a fucking punishment do you you agree with that it was just fucking lame this was a chore and fuck you anthony (laughs) anthony you piece of shit big old tone dog coming in here just just taking a dump in our cereal um yeah, so uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, welcome, and also go fuck yourself. Where you been for two years? Now that you're on board, um, here's how it goes. We do some really tasty, savory, sweet content on the intranets every Monday. Um, the first Monday of the month, we do a showdown episode. It's a whole damn thing. I'll explain it in a second. Um, and then we do mini-sodes the rest of the Mondays. Every damn week, you get some fresh spicy content but uh the episode after the showdown whoever takes that some bitch and showdown uh home with them whoever takes that some bitch and strap on their shoulder home and wins that showdown gets to pick a punishment movie uh for the remaining f- uh, uh folks to to have to uh, to have to watch and 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 you know to um satisfy you know what they deserve for further insolence this is a unique scenario because we had a guest. It was uh, Anthony from They Call That a Movie podcast. And Anthony won. Guys, first time ever a guest won the showdown. And he just stuck it right up our pooper uh, with this son of a bitch. Um, Steve uh, picked Maximum Overdrive. This was a good scene in Bad Movie Showdown. And as a, a troll, I guess, on Steve, Anthony picked <laughs> Trucks uh, from 1998, which is basically a, a shitty made-for-TV PG-13 Canadian version of uh, Maximum Overdrive based on the same Stephen King short story, uh, also called Trucks. 
Um, you know it's you know it's bad when yeah. maximum overdrive. We we say it over and over again. Like we we do love maximum overdrive. Yeah, movies movie. great. It's off the roll. It's off the rails. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's also universally critically panned. Right. You know it's bad when the remake is worse. Oh, a hundred times worse. A hundred times worse. Um, and and like it was so cr- critically panned, like you said, it, you know, Stephen King, very embarrassed of Maximum Overdrive, all that stuff, um, you know, was famously um, so coked out of his brain that he may or may not have even directed it for most of it. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it looks like a fucking masterpiece compared to this piece of horseshit. Um, anyway, we'll get into that fucking piece of shit movie here, but this is a unique scenario because this is the first time that you and I, since, since our, uh, switch, since Meg died, um, just kidding. Meg's not dead. <laughs> She's dead to us. I'm just kidding also about that. Um, but, uh, she, she'll be back periodically, but it's since she stopped being on the podcast regularly and we started having guests on our showdown episodes, um, this is the first time a guest won. So you and I have to sit here and and wallow in our our shame and our filth, uh, you know, simultaneously. So no one is here to rub it in. Although we did give Anthony the opportunity, but he just uh, took a shit on our on our rug and just fled the country, I think. Yeah, I, bl- I blame you. Me? Yeah, this movie is a direct response to your movie. Right. But also Anthony picked my movie. That's true. He did. So it's yeah, your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did pick an M. Night uh, Shyamalan movie. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, it was a risky play. It was a risky play. But in any and case. And you voted last. You voted last. I, you were the deciding vote. I so this did. is all your fault. I did. I did. You just picked a movie that you just picked a scene that was just an explosion. Yeah, explosions are awesome. <laughs> well, then you should love this fucking movie because it's got a few of them. All right, guys, before we get any further down the, the fucking poop shoot that is trucks, uh, we got a couple of things we got to do at the top of the podcast. Um, first of all, let's talk about beers. You got I saw you sipping on something. What you got over there? It looked a little gloopy, a little gloppy. What was it? Yeah, it's it's riding that gloop glop line. It probably is a yeah. gloop glop. I ain't going to lie. Uh, yeah. I didn't pick it up because it was a gloop glop. I thought it might be a little different, but it is the Cherry Fandango from Toppling Goliath. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a glooper. It is a cherry kettle sour beer. I like a good, like, cherry beer, you know? I like my niche shoes. I do, and too. I like my, yep. you know, I, li- I like my obvious Wisconsin Belgian Red from, uh, you know, the, the Spotted Cow Company, whatever. New Glarus, but, yep. Yeah. From New Claris. I was hoping this was going to be along the lines of that, but it no, it's much more along the lines of like desserty sour. Mm. Like, it has it has a nice uh, it has a nice like cinnamon characteristic to it, but otherwise okay. it is pretty meh. candyish. I um I don't mind Hoppling Goliath. They don't make a lot of beers that necessarily are the type of beers that excite me. Although I did pick up. We were talking before we uh started recording i did go to uh, beautiful vintage states uh in in lovely boardman ohio i actually had to stop over at the walmart in boardman after uh, uh right after that and um i got stopped by the greeter who explained to me um how she's there's so many 
quote unquote migrants there and that she thinks more are coming. So that was that was a nice way to start the day, getting greeted by a weird <laughs> racist uh, Walmart greeter at the Walmart in Bourbon. That's a depressing <laughs> place, even for even amongst Walmarts. That is a depressing Walmart. Um, but uh, yeah, we, I went over to Vintage Estates and grabbed some some brewskis and I did grab a toppling Goliath. Apparently they make a, an Oktoberfest, which I never had before. So we'll see how that goes. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's a real, uh, hey, welcome to Ohio. Here's your racism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was um, <laughs> she was a very prim and proper kind of old lady. She enunciated very well. Actually, there's a little bit more to the story. She's the greeter. You know, she said, hi. Oh, hi, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Hi, good. How are you? Whatever. She goes, oh, uh, you know, I've been better. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, the greeter's not supposed to say I've been better because then that bag is uh-uh. like, uh. so I just went, oh, oh, sorry to hear that. And then I'm standing there waiting to like grab a cart and there's like a line of people kind of congesting the entrance. So I have to stand there for maybe five seconds. And she proceeds to tell me that this morning um, a, a young migrant boy came in without any identification and tried to buy beer at eight in the morning. And I kind of chuckled and her response was, that's not funny. <laughs> and then I said, well, I hope things go better. Bye. I just walked away. Jesus Christ, you are literally the worst greeter I've ever met. Your life is like your job. I get it. She's, you know, she's an older lady. If I had to put an age on her, I'd probably say she was in her, you know, late 70s, mid 70s, something like that. Uh, I'll tell you something. Um, Greeting, not your bag, not your bag, lady. Mm -mm. Um, Mm -mm. What you did was the opposite of greeting. In any case, (laughs) we're not going (laughs) to. Look here, Ethel. We need to switch you around. You're bumming everybody the fuck out. Oh man, she sucked. She sucked hard. Um, she was just. You could tell. Like everyone just hated her. All the other employees were just like keeping a distance from her. She just. She sucked ass. Um, but what doesn't suck ass? This beer I got here. This is my first of the year. Uh, Oktoberfest beer. Um, this is uh, one of the ones that is just a perennial favorite of mine. Even though it's a different beer every year. Um, they do a different collaboration every year, Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. Um, mm. and they do a collaboration with a different German brewery most years. And this year it's a Kerwielder Brewery, which I think is in Ham- Hamburg, um, somewhere up north. And uh, holy shit, is it good? Um, like it varies pretty dramatically. Some years it's really pale and hoppier. Some reason, like last year, I think it was, it was pretty like, you know, rich and malty. And this one is just super balanced, you know, very noticeable hop character lot of uh, like bready malt but it's like really well attenuated and fuck i'm gonna drink 100 of these this year so uh yeah that's where i'm at with beers is oktoberfest season is upon us my birthday's this weekend that means i drink oktoberfest pretty much for the next two months straight yeah okay sure it, you know break it up with a pumpkin beer here and there <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i did i did grab a couple of pumpkin beers i grabbed uh, one from masthead in cleveland i grabbed a i did grab a couple punkies but Got to drink those O-Fests while they are fresh. All right. A um, couple things, a uh, couple more things here we got to do. First of all, it's time to spin that dang old spinny ass wheel again. Um, while Steve brings up the old spinny ass wheel, I'll explain to you what the hell this means for those uh, 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 interlopers who are new to the show. Here's how it goes. I said we do one of them showdown episodes on the first Monday of every month. We get our topic for that showdown episode from our social media friends and listeners. 
uh, basically we got a big old spinning wheel with a bunch of topics on it. Some of them we chose, some of them we got from our social media friends and listeners. If you want to suggest topics for the future, or if you want to suggest just movies in general, whatever, follow us on the social medias, you know, Halloween is forever on, you know, TikTok and Instagram and uh, barely TikTok, Instagram and Twitter and the threads and all those various things. Or you can email us at, uh, uh Hall- or I'm sorry, Halloween is forever pot at gmail.com. Once we get the big old list, that list just keeps building, keeps going. Parents, sometimes we take things off that we did in the past, whatever, but we keep tabulating this big old list. We spin the wheel, we get three topics. Once we get three topics, we put them out on the social medias and our uh, social media friends and listeners vote on which of those three they want us to do. Once we have a topic, me, Steve, and our guest pick a movie or a scene or a TV episode or whatever the hell um, that particular topic pertains to. We each pick one. We talk about it on the social, or I'm sorry, on the uh, showdown episode and we fight and we, uh, you know, European uppercut each other. Uh, maybe somebody gets a, a, you know, a German suplex, something like that. And then somebody takes home to some bitch championship strap for the month. So that being said, it's time to pick those three uh, topics that games are going to get to choose from on the social medias. So what we're, 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 we're what's going to kick us off there, Steve? Uh, it, 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 the wheel. <laughs> I don't is like, I don't like a- that sound. I mean, no, I mean, the, the category is fine. It's just yeah. like the wheel is obviously attuned to something mm-hmm. because this suggestion actually comes from they called this a movie. The podcast yeah, it does that feel has, like the wheel tends to favor new suggestions. Yeah, if it, it feels like it favors new ones, but also like it, it picked the one that like they called this a movie sent to mm-hmm. us. So mm-hmm. now it's uh, like it's just rubbing it in more. I don't yeah, want to give yeah. Anthony more. He already heard us. Yeah, he heard but, us. He made us watch trucks. By the way, this is a yeah. digital wheel, uh, Yins guys. When we had a, uh, who do we have on that was surprised uh, that that there actually was a wheel? Was it Ben? Bigfoot Ben? Maybe he was like, "Oh, I thought yeah, there was ben. a wheel." We're yeah. like, "Where is a wheel?" And they was like, "Oh, there." It is. But it is actually it's a digital wheel. It's one of them newfangled websites they got. Wws. Um, so yeah, pickerwheel.com. You've seen it. <laughs> But uh, the the category is the first one is 80s slasher one hit wonders. So any slasher film from the 80s that didn't get transformed into like a uh, franchise. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot to choose from there. That's a really fun one. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, we already did we already did the burning in years past. But, you know, that's an example. It didn't become Mm -hmm. a franchise. Yeah, I wanted to pick I wanted to pick. Or I was about to say one, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to say it because I might actually pick it. <laughs> but yeah, um, 80 slasher one hit wonders. I like that topic. I like that topic as much yeah. as I hate to admit it because Anthony is is not one of my favorite people right now on account of trucks. But uh, that's a good topic. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is pretty just general horror mm-hmm. comedy. Oh, OK. Horror comedy. That's kind yeah. of fun. Did we have we done that one before? No. Uh, I feel like we might have did it in the first year mm-hmm. or something similar, but yeah. Hey, all right. Horror comedies. What's 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 number three? And number three, spinning the wheel here. Going, going, going. This one is uh, horror noir. Okay. I don't know what where yeah. uh, is that like specifically like African-American like directed, produced like. 
or is that like a other subject? Because I remember there was the doc. I don't know if that has something to do with the document. Wasn't there a documentary titled something similar to that? That was about yeah. like, you know, African-Americans and horror and directed and actors and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, the 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 movie from 2021 Horror Noir is, you know, it's a history of black horror. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where we're going with that. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like that. So uh, to recap, we've got 80s slasher one-hit wonders, horror comedies, or horror noir. Those are three uh, pretty radically different um, topics. Uh, any one of them would be super fun. Uh, I'd be surprised if 80s slashers did not win, uh, especially going into September and getting in full-on dang old spooky season. But we shall see. We shall see. So um, if you don't mm-hmm. already, go onto the social medias. At Halloween is forever, you know, just go into the search bar in your favorite social media, put in at Halloween is forever. You'll probably find us little, you know, uh, pixel punking guy on there. Follow us uh, and specifically on Instagram and Twitter. You can vote on which of those three you want for our showdown episode in September. Uh, so one more thing before we get into this movie. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, go over and check us out on the Patreon as well. Patreon.com forward slash Halloween is forever. Uh, last month, we kicked off our Patreon and we got this whole dang new thing. Um, Steve, you want to tell them about this whole dang new thing? It's your fault and you need to own up to it. So tell them about it. So, yeah, we got a Patreon. And mm-hmm. on the Patreon... You can sign up for two tiers. Mm-hmm. We have the scamps tier and the rascal tier. Mm-hmm. And scamps, it'll get you a couple two treat things. Yep. It'll get you ad free episodes. It'll get you, mm-hmm. you know, a couple like I did some review write ups that you can read for like movies that we don't do on the show, but we watched during the month. I did a couple of those. You get all that. But that's not where the bread and butter is. The bread and butter is the rascal tier. Well, yeah, that's where it gets done. Five dollars a month. That gets you all the stuff I just mentioned, gets you on the Discord, so you can hang out, you can see episodes happen live, you know, with all their fucking technical difficulties. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Or you can watch uh, you can, where you can watch me eat crab chips, which is what I'm doing right now. Yeah, you can watch Brian eat crab chips, you can watch me, you know, drink Glucklop beers, mm-hmm. and uh, you, can, uh, you can hear it all happen live. But the other thing you get is the brand new monthly podcast family is forever oh boy where we are watching every single movie in the fast and the furious franchise and you might ask yourself why the fast and the furious franchise this is a horror podcast and to that i say beats the fuck out of me that's what i say well, it's an existential <laughs> horror for you because you have never seen any of these movies and you've been adamant about not watching them at all. Yeah, yeah. And and we did do the first one last uh, last month in in, um, in July. We released our first episode of this Patreon-exclusive podcast. The movie is terrible. It's the first movie. Um, the titular Fast and the Furious sucked terribly. Um, it was laughably sucky at points, which was funny. And the mm-hmm. discussion of it, I will admit, was very fun. Um, so check it out. We had a lot of fun. We laughed our balls off uh, the whole mo- you know, the whole episode. Uh, I can only assume it's going to get more <laughs> intense um, from here. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're moving on in uh, the beautiful month of uh, August to Too Fast, Too Furious. Guys, in case you're wondering, 
it's spelled with the number two. When you start throwing numbers into letter words, oh, how boy, howdy. That is when shit starts you know. to get real. Starts to get extreme. You know. It's quality. It's quality. <laughs> is there a Fast and the Furious movie that has an not I'm not talking Fast and Furious X, the 10th one, which I think just came out, right? Is there one mm-hmm. that put, has an X in it as in like to suggest that it's extreme? Unfortunately, no. Okay, that's surprising. It's surprising for yeah. me. Yeah, no, I, I, it's it's pretty uh, on point with just sticking to weird conglomerations of the names Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, they've even gotten to the point where they've dropped it. They've dropped the fa- furious part. Like you said, it's Fast X. Yeah. Uh, number nine is the Fast Saga. Oh, no. No shit. Okay. Weird. Yeah. However, number eight is the Fate of the Furious. So. <laughs> so stupid. Um, <laughs> I, do, I do know that there is um, out, pretty soon we will be we will have gone Tokyo Drifting. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward yes. to that. Tokyo Drifting is September. That's three. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, I, I'm looking for the episode. I'm not looking for the movie. Okay. Uh-huh. Guys, let's speaking of things I'm not looking forward to is ever seeing this piece of shit movie again, guys. Um, we, uh, like I said, talked about or we watched, we're about to talk about trucks from 1997 or 1998 one or the other i don't fucking know anyway like we said this is based on the same stephen king short story entitled trucks um that maximum overdrive is based on um but this was a straight to tv um canadian abomination uh from from the late 90s so you know over well over a decade later and it somehow feels older i don't know why um yeah is it just me? It's, it's my first. It's yeah. No, it was my first note. I was like, this is 1998. But then I remembered it's Canada. Yeah. And Canada is technically 10 years behind us at all times. So, uh, OK, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I didn't think about the, the cultural shift. It's like daylight savings time. But in Canada, it's the de- whole decade. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, it's directed by a gentleman named Chris Thompson, who I never heard of and I don't know anything about. And then when I looked on IMDb, um, it makes sense. Number one, he has since passed away uh, in 2015. However, um, I have I don't think heard of almost anything with the exception of the Hitchhiker uh, TV series in from 1987, which I'm familiar with, but I've never watched. Um, I he has 43 director credits. I don't think I've seen or even heard of really any of them, with the exception of trucks. Um, almost all of them are TV movies. There is one which I am intrigued to watch from uh, the year of our Lord, 1993, called The Flood, colon, Who Will Save Our Children? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> um, there's a lot of what seem to be um i don't even want to say like uh like hallmark channel type of movies uh, but they do feel very uh, melodrama and this movie has a lot of melodrama in it and even has the soundtrack of like the 80s and 90s made for tv melodrama movies but like yes woman on a ledge right uh, that's, that sounds like, that sounds like, uh, something of, of that ilk. Um, she was marked for murder, you know, those types of things. Um, yeah. 
that seems that's to be a what lifetime she's done. movie for sure right right i literally don't know any i mean i'm going down through 40 or 30 40 something director credits not one of them rings a bell that is very very surprising a lot of t episodes of tv shows as well but a lot of tv movies in there and this feels just like a like i said a late 80s early 90s tv movie despite the fact that it's from 1997 um it does have some recognizable people but before we get into the people i do want to call out something that um i was perturbed by because if you look at the cover art and i don't know if this was ever it probably did go to vhs as well um but there is what appears to be a vhs cover um on imdb uh, as well as a write-up and they're both they make ghoulies look not misleading at all um it says (laughs) you turn you die good tagline yeah yes there's a skeleton driving a truck there's no skeletons in this dang movie not even one not at all no not at all um also the brief but wildly inaccurate (laughs) imdb plot synopsis reads aliens arrive parking in a geostationary orbit over nevada Using powers unknown to us, they declare war and use unmanned trucks as weapons. Almost none of that happens. I mean, yes, there is a suggestion that this has something to do with aliens. Like, it's fairly vague. We don't know anything about them parking in a geostationary orbit. Like, we just, they just say, like, something happened two weeks ago, maybe. Um, There's no declaration of war. Um, but, and, and the trucks may or may not be controlled by them in some capacity. We don't know. It could just as easily be a, like a government controlled thing as it could be aliens, um, judging from just the plot. So that whole yeah. synopsis is bullshit. <laughs> it's going to be hard to not compare this to maximum overdrive. Yeah. But like. Maximum Overdrive is pretty vague mm-hmm. about what's going on, although you can pu- you can put one and two together when they mention the, the alien being shot down by the Russian satellite. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the like green glow in the sky. And then you also have at some point, you know, one of the trucks does Morse code. Yeah. So like you have a lot going on that you can put one and two together. All of that stuff is not in trucks. No. So, like, you you have none of that in trucks. You actually have more talk about a chemical spill than anything else. (laughs) Yeah, which, again, is confusing and misleading and is just that's a terrible plot synopsis. That's not that's that's really just a different movie there. uh, there, There's a couple of uh, recognizable folks in here. Uh, The star is Timothy Busfield. Um, would not have been able to pull his name, but you're going to recognize his face um, from from, you know, 80s and 90s. Um, he's in a lot, a lot, a lot of things. Actually, surprised he is. I mean, 83 acting credits. That's a good amount, but not as uh, mm-hmm. many as I would. I would have guessed he'd be well over 100 just because I feel like he was in everything back then. But he's still acting to this day. He's also a working director, too. Yeah. Tons like, of directing credits. I, I, I was not aware of. Yeah, he basically just directs like one episode of every like cop fash propaganda show that your parents love to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he um, he he's 
uh, in has been in a ton of TV. Um, you know, he's most probably most well known for the West Wing um, and Field of Dreams and Revenge of the Nerds. He played Poindexter in, in Revenge of the Nerds. Um, that's the thing I immediately recognize him from from his very early years and then Field of Dreams and then a little bit later on, you know, late 90s, early 2000s with the West Wing. Um, I did not look what his directing credits are. I'm wondering if there's anything there that I give a shit about or know anything about. Um, uh, like an episode of Psych, an episode of Children's Hospital. Yeah. Bunch of Law and Orders. The Connors. Uh, yeah. Like, he just does, like, one episode of, like, just a random fucking show. Mm-hmm. And just, I guess it keeps him in the DGA or something. I don't it know. It literally <laughs> is. You're not wrong. It is one episode of White Collar, one episode of Lie to Me, one episode of uh, a bunch of stuff that got canceled very quickly. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just uh, nine episodes of Ed. That was an okay show. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know, we got about Ed fans out there. So, um, yeah, anyway, so so you'll recognize him. Um, you've got uh, Brenda, I think, back or it might be backy. Um, uh, again, recognize her name or her face rather, but not her name. She's in L.A. Confidential. She was in uh, Under Siege 2. And what I remember her from um well, I didn't remember she was in Tales of the Crypt Demon Knight, but Hot Shots Part Do. I was obsessed mm. with that movie as a kid. Um, I watched it 10,000 times. And every time he dipped his hands in the like caramel and then the gummies and the chocolate chips. And then the gummy bears in the glass. <laughs> it was like, well, it was, I, know, I honestly got, thought I pissed myself laughing. Whenever he they kick the guy's head in two directions and it kind of like goes sideways all rubbery. I pissed. I pissed myself as a, as a you know, 12 year old. Um, and then the other person I, I recognize and I couldn't place is Brendan Fletcher, who plays Logan, mm. which is Ray's son. And we just, um, well, he's from the Re- the thing that I remembered him from is the Revenant, but uh, he's apparently in Last of Us, a episode I haven't watched that, and then yeah. Violent Night, which just came out last year, which I had not watched, but he's got yeah. 130 acting credits. So I wanted to bring this one up to you because. You may not be aware of it, but I think he might be our most featured actor on this show. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I'm looking down through what he's been on so far. Um, so he's been in every uh, Uva Bowl movie, more or less. <laughs> That's no good. And that includes uh, Blood Rain 2, the one from the Old West that I did that I did on an episode yeah. showdown. Yeah, that one, that one also had Scott Farkas in it, if I recall. Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he was also in Freddy vs. Jason. Okay. Which also has Scott Farkas. Yeah. But, you know, but also has Brendan Fletcher in it. So I think he's beating Scott Farkas by one with this <laughs> Trucks movie now. Okay. He was in an episode of Arl Stein's The Haunting Hour. Wow, he is in so many things. And, and you know, a lot of, like, not a lot of, uh, uh, you know, A-tier uh, stuff. You know, it's it's B, C, D-tier stuff, I think, here. But, um, yeah, he was in... There's a lot of, there's a lot of F-tier when you're in Uva Bolf movies. Well, yes. He's in almost all of them. And Blood I was just Rain like, 2, Deliverance. Um, oh, boy. Masters of he's, Horror. He's, he's in one episode of Masters of Horror. 
he's the star of a series of films from Uwe Boll that they're not really horror, so we'll probably never really talk about him on this show. But uh, it's like the it's a series of films called Rampage, which or which is just mass shooter fucking porn. Okay, that's how I say. I I just saw them. I don't know anything about them, but I thought that they were based on like the video game series Rampage. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Oh boy. I think I think that I think that was like a trick on Uva Bowl's part because everybody knows him from doing video game adaptations. Yeah. And then he released this Rampage movie, but it's actually just like a fucking like a mass shooter porn Ooh. type movie. And then like the first one is like just god awful the second one is about the shooter goes to the capital and i think the third one is about the shooter shooting up a bank and uh, like every time he's like uh he's too smart and gets away <laughs> it's just like ugh, it yeah. is it is reprehensible media <laughs> that sounds rough he is also in one episode of the wonderful world of disney um oh. <laughs> so just as a palate cleanser there and guys now we're getting back into the 90s this is serious stuff i'm not even gonna talk about the movie i just want to talk about this guy's imdb profile he was in uh the 1997 classic Airbud. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> and then he also was in two episodes of Goosebumps, the TV series. Uh, he was in a movie, um, <laughs> a TV movie from 1995 called Little Criminals. <laughs> I wish it was Lil, L I L apostrophe, but it's not. Lil. Um, anyway, that's enough about this cast. Uh, it, it's not a great cast, uh, but those are the Mm-mm. three people that you'll probably recognize. Um, but yeah, I don't think you're going to really recognize anybody else. I did look up one other person just mm-hmm. because they're so fucking terrible in this movie. I was like, where does this person come from? And then I was shocked to find out that they're a consistently working actor. Okay. Is the guy who plays Jack in this film, mm. who is basically just, you know, some hippie on a retreat, uh, played by Jay Brazo, And he has an enormous amount of credits in it seems like half of them are all Christmas movies and sometimes he plays Santa Claus. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> so are these like Hallmark Christmas movies? Like new, you know, they're all over the place. Really? They're all over the place. I think he, he's one of them. He was in like the Bill Hader recent Christmas movie. Huh? And then like some of them are Hallmark Christmas movies. One of them was a Sonic the Hedgehog Christmas special he played Santa Claus in. Sonic so the like, Hedgehog Christmas special. Yes, I would like to watch that, please. If it does, yeah. Santa Claus is just sucking on each other dogs. Hell yeah. Santa, Santa is canonically in the Sonic universe, I guess. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Robotnik, I mean, he looks, he's kind of a, uh, a weird um, cyberpunk Santa Claus, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get into this fucking movie. Um, yeah, there's not a ton to discuss because not a lot happens, to be honest with you. The uh, the title font makes you realize you're in for it right from the beginning. Like, it's just <laughs> something about that title font is like, shit's about to be terrible. Um <laughs> You, uh, it's, the, it's the Ralph Wiggum meme of, uh oh, I'm in danger. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's like, uh, it's it's this like freaking wingdings looking fucking shitty font. You start out in this junkyard and just like really from the very beginning, trucks are up to no good. I mean, that's kind of the summary of this movie. There's a truck creeping around in a junkyard. Nothing happens really, but that's just how you, you get introduced to trucks are doing stuff on their own 
right away. So you get introduced to some of the main characters here. You have Hope, um, and she like runs this kind of expedition, hiking, camping, day trip type of company. I don't know. Ray, he works at the gas station slash like diner, filling station, truck stop, whatever you want to call it. You got Logan, who's his son. So you get introduced to them right off the bat. You get introduced to some of the 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 other less consequential characters in the diner and uh, and patrons and that sort of thing. You know, you got the cook, you got a couple of, you know, ornery rednecks, that sort of thing. Um, and uh, Hope's headed into town to get supplies. And this old truck's like stalking her, I guess. I don't know. And then she gets uh, uh, unfortunately introduced uh, when she stops to this trucker who's racist and rapey, which is, you know, I think I'm going to say 45% of truck drivers are probably fall into that category. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, she basically tells him to get fucked. Ultimately, his truck is going to become like the king of trucks, I guess. I don't know. It's the, it's the bad guy villain truck because it's, it's driven by a bad guy. Yeah. and and uh, But there's no other distinguishing characteristics besides it's a refrigerator truck. Like there's right. no goblin on the front, like, you know, which mm-hmm. I get that. That's the, I don't believe that's in the story um in in uh in the 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 stephen king short story if i I certainly don't remember that but in any case uh there's nothing particularly different about this truck i haven't read the short story to be frank but like even if you're like trying to do something that isn't just full-on putting a goblin face on the front you could do something like he has uh like a devil on the painted on the side yeah or you know, it's like a hood ornament or something hanging from the mirror. Something that just like is sinister that makes you go, oh, here comes that devil truck. Or a license plate, anything, you know. But yeah, yeah. I, I haven't read it since probably I was in high school or college. But I don't remember that. I do kind of vaguely remember it being a toy truck. Uh, but mm-hmm. I don't remember the goblin in the story. But I've read the story once and seen the movie a hundred times. So who knows? But um, you get introduced to Abby and her dad. Um and Jack. So Abby is, you know, an, a, a super angsty, uh, uh, you know, mid 90s um, alternative teen. Uh, her dad, who's like a real fucking square uh, Air Force guy, like buttoned up, whatever. And then Jack, who you talked about, is this kind of like aging hippie, you know, uh, uh, space cadet guy who's into aliens and shit. Um, and, uh, she, you know, she, you talk about, you pretty learned pretty on Abby's the, the angsty nineties child of divorce. Um, so that comes up a lot. <laughs> we, in well, it's, not weird the, it's not divorce or mom's killed. No, not Abby. Oh no, not Abby. Not Abby. Logan. Yeah. Logan's mom mom's dead because at some point later you get this really awkward yeah. moment where, uh, they say something about like, aren't parents the pits or whatever. <laughs> and then Logan goes, I only got one now. And, uh, and then Abby goes, I got two, which is a shitty thing to say, <laughs> but then she follows it up with, but I only get one at a time, you know, cause she's divorced and she's basically pretending that her parents being divorced is just as bad as his mom being dead. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah. um, so the racist rapey truck driver, his truck starts to like rebel while he's driving it. And instead of the, just like wrecking and injecting him, it lures him into the back of his own freezer, freezer truck. Cause that's cheaper than a 
car accident, you know, a car wreck in mm-hmm. a movie. You, you know, you learn that Ray's wife uh, and Logan's mom died two years ago. And, you know, Ray's super overprotective of Logan. Um, they talk about, you know, I don't know when it was 20 years ago or something like that. A UFO, you know, was supposedly seen over a military base near ta- outside of town. So there's like some vague local lore around uh, UFOs and aliens and shit. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I was so confused about where the fuck this movie was supposed to be taking place. Because mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't know, maybe it was on a sign I didn't look at or something, but like they spend so much time talking about where they're not. Yeah. Like they make fun of New Mexico. <laughs> They make fun of New Mexico and how people, you know, can't give up the turquoise jewelry, which is, you know, that's nice that that's still true in 2023. Sure, sure. Like they talk about like Abby and her dad are from Las Vegas Mm -hmm. and then they're talking about Area 51, but Area 51 is like right outside of Las Vegas. It's supposed to be right around Groom Lake. Okay. And so like I I was so confused. And also, it doesn't look like Nevada. It doesn't look like Nevada at all. So I think they're supposed to be in Nevada, but yeah, yeah. I don't. It, I don't know that it looks like Nevada. I'm not super familiar with Nevada, but you know, it. Uh, you know, they talk about them for being from Las Vegas. They say something about like over in New Mexico or something, and then they mm-hmm. mention that they're not in Arizona. So that led me to believe that they are in Nevada. I think that's what IMDb says. It's in Nevada, but again, yeah, it's at orbit over Nevada, but. Uh, the IMDb <laughs> we've says we've suggested has nothing to do with the movie. Um, but uh, yeah, vague UFO things happened in or around the town or didn't. We don't fucking know. Um, but uh, yeah, so so the truck driver's truck, who he's now locked in the back, starts driving, you know, with him in the back, the whole gang, you know, who are on the way to the 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 backpacking trip which is you know hope uh uh abby her dad and jack i don't even remember what her dad's name is um but they are in the uh you know they, they see the truck on the side of the road you know the rapey guy's 18 wheeler truck and then they see another truck which was the creepy truck that was following like jack earlier like or not jack but uh hope earlier it's just parked in the middle of the road and instead of just going around it they have to stop and go like we got to inspect this. What's going on here? This is weird. We got to push this off the road. And then this, the 18 wheeler comes and just smashes into them. Um, and then the hippie guy, Jack, um, just goes, this is weird. Like someone it, just tried was, to run them down and kill them. And his yeah. reaction was, that was weird. Um, if, if I retitled this movie, it would be called the slow and the nonplussed because there's <laughs> There is so many non reactions yeah. that are also just like confused at times. Yeah. And like this, this is the first, this is one of the first ones that really stuck out is like terrible because Jack almost gets plowed by an 18 wheeler that continues to like run circles around them. Yeah. And then and turns around like, and smashes Hope's van right after that. Right. The van they were just yeah. in. Yeah. And he's just like, well, this, th- that was weird. It's like, yeah. you mean weird? You almost died, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> well, and Hope, she, and we'll talk about, she is the absolute queen of just no cells, like no cells at all. Yeah. Uh, over and over and over again. But then you have the, the beautiful part is in contrast, you have Abby who's acting her fucking ass off and just 
like going for broke and upstaging everyone, which is not hard, but it's so fucking dumb. So, yeah. Meanwhile, you get this thing of like Logan is fixing up a motorcycle, but dad's being a dingus and says he can't ride it because he's overprotective because <laughs> his mom died and he doesn't want him to die. Uh, and you later learn that uh, his mom got uh, shot and by a random gang drive-by in Detroit, which is the most 90s way to die. Like a yeah. thing that really, not to say there isn't gang activity in Detroit, but to say like, oh, my mom got, um, j- it was a rant. Like that's the thing that your mom says is going to happen to you, but obviously doesn't. Actually, they're saying in the script happened to their mom. Like right. <laughs> random random drive random drive by gang you know gang related drive by i don't i don't know if you noticed this and just it's 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 a thing that stuck with me like in general the sound design in this movie is terrible oh yeah but anytime you got a scene that was in this little garage between like logan and his dad and about the bike and everything mm-hmm. there's pigeons in the background I did not. I was not paying that close attention. It just stuck out to me like for because it stuck out like a sore thumb. I'm like, why am I hearing pigeons when there's nothing to do with birds right now? Like when he first unveils the bike. Yeah. I thought he was about to unveil like a pigeon cage of like birds (laughs) that he's been like taking care of. Like he was Mike. He was Mike Tyson. He's taking care of passenger pigeons. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like that was going to be integral to the plot of like, oh, we don't have any phones. I'm going to send my birds out. But <laughs> yeah. well, what if he, the funny thing was he pulled it up and it was a motorcycle made of pigeons. That would be fucking Oh, sick. that would have been sick as hell. I'd be like, oh, this movie's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing that fun ever happens. Um, the maybe the most bonkers characters show up though which you know they're they're named the jaegers we'll just say mr and mrs jaeger they show up for, again for some nature shit i guess and they're just like fighting and they hate each other they're like cartoon characters almost um i can just describe them i guess what i wrote down in my notes is that they are very mean and very horny <laughs> um, they like are really being super terrible to each other, but then they just want to fuck really bad, I guess. Or, like it just doesn't follow how how they were acting towards each other. But there's a very odd scene of them just like uh, just assaulting each other in the hotel room, you know, ripping each other's clothes off. And they just keep saying lunar over and over again. Like it's a funny joke. You yeah, just keep going like, like, but it's like Beavis and Butthead, like tearing each other's clothes off. They're like lunar, <laughs> yeah, lunar. <laughs> like she's she keeps saying lunar and he keeps saying Provence, yeah, because they're like, it's just like, what is this? Like, this is the this is this couple is like the cartoonish worst version of the Yearly Smith character and her boyfriend you know husband yeah from maximum overdrive and it's just like the worst version because you don't care about these characters and you hope they die yeah yeah they're like if um those characters from maximum overdrive um calling back to another recent episode was crossed with the big heads from rocco's modern life (laughs) that's oh yeah yeah yeah. um (laughs) so you know back on the road hope pulls out her fucking 40 pounds cell phone that has like a car bra on it um to call ray and said you know hey head out here we need help 
you know, this truck's crashing all over the place. Um, there's just so many shots of just like steering wheels moving with no hands. And it's oh. not, I mean, it's so boring. It's just like, yeah. we get it. The trucks are driving by themselves, but it's just, they just keep hammering home. Uh, there is one good scene in this whole movie, which we'll get to here in a second. It's the only movie, like I would watch the scene 10 times in a row rather than watching this movie ever again. Um, we'll, but we'll get to it in a second. <laughs> just as a little teaser yeah the the editing on this is so like frustrating and disrespectful to the audience (laughs) because like you're saying like there's so many shots of just you know steering wheels being turned by nobody and it every one of those shots lasts five more seconds than it should yeah but that's the entire movie there every shot just lingers because the editor didn't want to work too too hard mm-hmm. or they were trying to meet some sort of weird Canadian TV standard of yeah, like well, yeah yeah we've got well we've got too much film to fit in the two hour block so let's extend it to the three hour block <laughs> yeah because it's not a short movie it's two hours and 40 minute runtime and normally you know you're trying to hit that like 120 mark or 127 mark or something and in this movie I think you're right I think it was like Oh, we're, we, we've got, we, if you guys could stretch 10 more minutes out of this motherfucker, we can fill up three hours, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So like Ray gets like an evil truck, tries to run Ray off the road and then, and there's an army guy, right? You know, he's an army guy cause he's got fatigues on and he's chomping on a big cigar. Kind of like the, like he looks like an extra, like a character you don't remember the name of from day of the dead. Um, like he's, you know, he's he's like got the fucking hat and the sunglasses and all the shit um, and a big chomp and a big cigar. So he's an army guy he's driving an army truck, hauling a big load of army poison um, in, in like a tanker truck truck. And uh, it crashes into a big ass um, like, I don't know, electrical thing um, and explodes and. <laughs> burst into flames but then when they do like the zoom out explosion the truck obviously wasn't involved in the explosion like to do the effect it was super lazy and stupid but um yeah i don't know it's just some sort of electrical doohickey like a what do they call them like a uh uh, it's just like a substation substation yeah 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 um and it just explodes all over the place and then that turns into a giant poisonous chemical cloud Oh, I wrote the <laughs> literally the most scary thing about this movie is when like the most disturbing part is when I saw Logan making a BLT with no mayonnaise. I was like, you <laughs> motherfucker, you piece of shit. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of like anti-American sentiment in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not very 90s. You, yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if the BLT is part of it, but like definitely we're going to portray Americans as racist we're gonna portray them as dumb we're gonna portray them as like you know full of conspiracy theories mm-hmm. like they 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 picked up every like bad american you know habit and injected it and then also like new mexico's new mexico's full of turquoise jewelry and <laughs> and hippies well, are in the crystals <laughs> well it's weird because it's like it's all about um uh it's like very anti redneck you're like rural environment like all the people that are there that are like the good guys 
quote unquote, or, or like from the city. Normally it's the opposite. You know, there's like the, 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 the hometown boy and yeah, there's some rednecks and whatever, but like the hometown kid, you know, he sets things right, you know, even though he's from a small town and people look down on him for being from a small town, all the people who are like the, the, the heroes in this movie are transplants to the middle of nowhere kind of thing with the mm-hmm. exception of hope, I guess, but she moved away and came back. And even like the cook, uh, is like talks about how he's from Chicago or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Ray shows up to rescue hope and the whole crew. Uh, and then they find Phil, who apparently was the guy who, you know, owned the 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 uh, junkyard and he is naked and also dead. And they're just like, oh, no, Phil. And we're like, we don't give a fuck about Phil. Like, we didn't even know his name. We barely saw him. Um, he has the he has the realest Wolverine claw scratch across his stomach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like some like what did that to him? It was not a fucking truck. That's for sure. Trucks don't have fingernails. Our claws. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone in this movie, like we talked about, who, you know, acts at like a two or a three in terms of intensity most of the time. And Abby is always at a 10. And the best example of this is like two scenes that are really close to each other. After all that happens and they're like getting in uh, Ray's, you know, car to go back, uh, which let's be clear, which we can talk about more. But this is at some point like they're pretty clear this is only trucks not cars (laughs) which i think is very funny but um we'll talk about that more in a second but um they were like uh are you okay and hope turns to ray and goes i'm scared to death (laughs) it's like that level of intensity i mean you couldn't do it better justice it's literally that delivery there was nothing to it it was it was the most nothing it's like are you even like showing up to work today are you like (laughs) she's just like on ludes just like uh she's just floating on on the set just mumbling her lines and then like five (laughs) seconds later they have abby and, and they're talking about you know we're gonna do whatever and abby like shrieks her lines just so over the top and Mm -hmm. like it's just it's uh i mean yeah the 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 inconsistency of tone is all over the place but i mean abby's character makes more sense that somebody would be like hysterical during this everyone else is just like not that bummed about what's happening meanwhile the the trucks uh start to you know circle the the diner slash filling station which seems you know pretty familiar um i mean it's based on the same story so whatever um and they establish that no one is driving them so now they're all like okay these are fucking phantom trucks or whatever you get this uh special news bulletin about this toxic cloud that's doing something so everyone has to lock down and uh there's this weird line from like the local cop which we'll talk about later what this might mean but the cop goes you know, just hang on, folks. I repeat, just hang on. And you're like, well, that was a weird line delivery. I mean, it does come back. There's a reason why they focused on it in that way. But I, I don't know that I fully understand what they were going for. We'll talk about it because um, it wraps around at the end. Um, just a bunch more boring and dumb things happen and only like somewhat threatening things happen um, until the, the the fucking creme de la creme of the movie here. This is the best scene. There is a mailman and he's delivering mail to, I believe, a toy store. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. Why would there be a toy store out here? Who knows? This affects trucks only, right? Um, mm-hmm. But not just real trucks, but toy trucks. <laughs> so, yeah. so the aliens can differentiate between trucks and cars and like the, the human classifications of these vehicles. Um, so much so that Ray's station wagon unaffected. Right. But toy truck at the toy store, very much affected. Um, and the toy truck at the toy store, I believe this is a little bit of fanfic I'm working on is actually the leader of all the trucks because it is the <laughs> most murderous and bloodthirsty by far. Um, is wildly aggressive. <laughs> yeah. So this truck um, builds a little ramp, pushes a little like trailer thing so it can get a full head of steam, jump over like the wooden part of the door and smash through the glass part of the door, then approaches the mailman, rams him in the shins until he falls down backwards, tripping over the mailbox, which if you're a mailman and you essentially get killed by, a, you know, by a mailbox, that's that's the, the level of irony is is unsettling, um, mm. flips him backwards. So he's laying on the ground and then what I can only describe as a toy curb stomps the fucking mailman (laughs) like smashes his head into the curb multiple times in a scene that is 10 times bloodier than anything else that happens in this entire movie. Yeah. I don't like, I'm wondering if this actually aired on TV. Yeah. Because like the, the truck winds up covered in gore after exerting its Tonka power. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's like when he's slamming it, the the effect is terrible. There's like a little hose that somebody's like stepping on a bladder and it's shooting a a stream of blood that seems to be coming from his neck or chest, which is not where he's being struck. Right. Then eventually it just you don't see it, but it apparently I mean, you see the blood all over his face and stuff. But the fact that there is just face chunks all over the front of this toy truck would suggest that it crushes his skull. Like it mashes his head like a, a, a like a two pound plastic toy truck. Um, yeah, it's I mean, the fact that it even got him down. I <laughs> upon retrospect, this is mm-hmm. the best scene in the film. Yeah. But at the time, I was very, very mad <laughs> because I'm like, you're going it to. Up. Yeah, you're going to let just turn it over. Turn it over it with like your a, foot. It's like a turtle on its back just flip yeah. it over it's done yeah just do whatever you want with it it's a little <laughs> you pick it up pick it up throw put it, it in the mailbox just yeah. pick it up and put it in the mailbox do whatever but, you want with it but then but no, the he, fact gets that he gets leg sweeped by it and then yeah. curb stomped by a toy truck <laughs> i mean after it's all like it hits him multiple times in the shins like figure it out bud well he thinks it's a kid playing because it's like an rc type vehicle i guess so he thinks he thinks that it's a kid playing a trick on him but anyway um luckily jack who's like the space cadet guy he kind of understands truck mentality you know he thinks it's a comet which also sounds familiar which you know it may or may not have been a comet i don't know um but uh the rednecks start to think that Abby's dad is pretty sus and because he was in the Air Force and they start blaming him and blah, blah, blah. We also get this uh, 
special news report that the space it's you know the chemicals are space chemicals bc 972 it's some sort of space ass chemical i don't know doesn't make any sense absolutely has no real effect on the plot um, i don't know why the chemical whole chemical thing had to even be part of the script i guess to shut things down and yeah. kill the power and make it feel like they were more isolated but that could have happened a lot of other ways besides this Chem- space chemical spill right plus i mean the fact is like we already know that the trucks were acting up before that spill happened yeah so it's not like you're it's it's not if the movie started with this weird chemical being spilled mm. then it could cast that shadow of a doubt of like is it the chemicals in the air is it aliens yeah. is it that da, da, da. but like we've already seen order of operation you know that the trucks went crazy first Right. So this yeah, it doesn't I, matter. <laughs> I was at on a, at a point. Um, I was hoping that um, Anthony was pulling some real like fucking 3D chess shit. And it was actually like <laughs> the trucks were part of nature and nature was telling the people that they're fucking up oh, the earth wow. and now they're killing him. And and the, the happening was the trucks. And then I was like, Jesus, this is the perfect movie to pick because it's like <laughs> part the happening part uh, uh, maximum overdrive. But now, uh, alas, it was not that convenient. But um, would have been brilliant. <laughs> yeah, this was my second favorite scene here. Um, so up to this point, uh, trucks, you know, are the only thing that are controlled here. But it also uh, well, let me explain what happens. Um, the hazmat guys show up right to clean up the the space chemicals and yeah (laughs) yeah they show up what is it what i don't remember what the acronym was but it was like i i I never got a good look at what the i was but it was like Mm -hmm. toxic investigation team or toxic (laughs) in uh it was something like you know i don't know but it was toxic i team yeah. So yeah, this is tit, and it says <laughs> it, it on it says it on their clean suits that were part of the tit. <laughs> yeah. So they 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 show up, they come out, they put on their 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 gear, then their truck, which may have been a van, uh, I don't know, it decides that it's going to inflate one of the suits, okay, one of the hazmat suits that is unoccupied by a person. It, they're going to inflate it with some sort of, I'm assuming air, but it could have been some other gas, whatever. Sure. And then that suit is now alive. It couldn't have been alive by itself. And they couldn't have just, yeah, let me explain what it does. The uninhabited suit that has just been inflated, which now obviously has an actor in it that just looks like a guy <laughs> in a suit, like, right. <laughs> picks up an ax and, um, axe murders the two hazmat guys <laughs> couple of questions here one, yeah sure one why did it have to inflate it yeah why did it have to look why did you have to make it look like a person i know because they needed to put a person in the suit but right in the world of the movie where actors aren't <laughs> portraying this why did that make fucking sense second of all if the truck can do stuff like that, which has not been established up to this point, why couldn't the truck just have that guy, you know, the suit fill up the gas of all the trucks later? 
yeah. or do any other host of things that the trucks were potentially incapable of doing because the trucks ha- seem to have some sort of hive mind or something. They they speak, they communicate with each other through honks and, and beeps and potentially <laughs> fucking CB radios, right? Yeah. Um, certainly CB radios because later we see that. Um, it just does. And, and also, if it can make a suit be animated... Why can't it just make the axe be animated on its own? I they, this is <laughs> where I this is where I said get the fuck out of here and just tapped out. We yeah. we haven't we haven't talked about these crazy rules yet and it's because of this scene. But yeah. like the film starts off in that junkyard and the first thing you see is uh, a light that's hanging outside of the truck it's a headlight mm-hmm. and it's you know it's hanging by wires right and it draws itself back into the truck and turns on yes and then like that refrigerator truck the doors lock itself despite Even having it's no, not a mechanical yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's just not, a it's latch not, yeah it's not electrically powered it's just a latch yeah. uh all the mirrors on the trucks move except they're not electrically powered either like and also why does a truck need its own mirrors yeah why would it need to look back like that what, we also what is, is looking what is looking into the mirror to look back yeah and we had we established at some point that like the trucks like headlights maybe it's eyes yeah because they shoot out the headlights and it crashes. So if it's seeing out of its headlights, which I like, because when I look at a car, I see a face and I think those mm-hmm. the headlights are its eyes. So I like that. But if the eyes are its headlights, then it's not looking in the mirrors. No. So why like, is it adjusting its mirrors? I don't know. And that's <laughs> and that's that's the thing that makes this movie a hundred times worse than Maximum Overdrive. At least Maximum Overdrive kind of sort of makes sense with the exception of that army truck yeah you know the army truck we established it like if it had agency over the gun it emilio estevez shouldn't have been able to spin it like a top right that's kind of the only one that really sticks out of place everything else makes sense because it just they operate on the rules of what they can do the soda machine can only shoot sodas it can't walk around no but it shouldn't be able to shoot sodas there's no air power there's no projection i don't know that i don't know that for that machine that machine looked crazy steve Steve, (laughs) it looked like a regular soda machine if you look at a soda machine it just knocks it out and it's gravity and it falls down and you grab it it has no way to project it outwards (laughs) don't defend that scene um this is a hundred times I'm stupider than that though at least that's like played for laughs like that's mm-hmm. that's that's a funny joke um i guess this kind of is but not really it's played pretty dead serious um anyway it's, wi- it's wild on. how it's wild how they have a reference to the carving knife that's in maximum overdrive mm-hmm. and then they don't use it the same way yeah yeah like it's just there. Like it doesn't yeah. cut anybody's arm off. It's like what the fuck? I hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do anything good, and it only does everything bad. Um, it does one thing good, but it, even the one thing it does good, I I don't like. Like they they should have gone further, and that's the very end. And we'll talk about that. But yeah. Um. 
Yeah, so this is where you start to get Abby's dad talking about how he thinks that it might be aliens because he's been in the Air Force or something. Again, it has really no no uh, ramifications later. Um, you know, by the way, by this point, the group had gotten separated into two buildings. It, uh, Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter that much. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Jaeger gets truck fucked, <laughs> what, I, what I wrote down. <laughs> and then Mrs. Jaeger calls the truck a murderer and hits it with an axe. And Abby shrieks. That was a pretty good scene. Yeah. Um, uh, the trucks are, you know, circling around. They start to talk to each other. Abby punches Logan with the worst executed fake punch of all time um but but that was a a worthwhile scene um hope and ray start to get into their backstories hope's talking about how she was in an abusive marriage ray talks about how her her husband his his wife got um got drive-by shooted um (laughs) abby and logan eventually get into this drainage pipe which is like part of the plan for them to escape but that trucks like act super fast on that like within 10 seconds of them getting in the tank or getting in the the the, uh the pipe a truck runs over and dumps a bunch of like rocks and dirt on it (laughs) like it's It's ready like uh, Like, it uh, knew uh. that was gonna happen (laughs) i don't Um, i don't understand how they keep getting surprised by the trucks so many times (laughs) because again maximum overdrive there's a huge convoy that completely encircles the building right there is four trucks here maybe you know and like all you have to do is wait for them to go behind the building and then you got like enough time to run you got at least like 12 seconds to run yeah yeah like how do you keep getting surprised by these trucks and what they're doing and later spoiler alert Mrs. Jaeger gets snuck up on and 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 stealth killed by a yeah. truck. It's only she gets caught by just like not yeah. even paying attention. Yeah, she gets rainbow sixed by a full on <laughs> truck. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Ray has a gun now. Apparently, he doesn't like guns, but he got one from the cook or something. Yeah, the cook, um, the cook fired the gun in what sounds like the softest gunshot ever recorded as sound design mm-hmm. like he just fires it in the building and it just goes hey guys pay attention to me <laughs> then, it reminded me because the, then the one uh redneck's like you couldn't hurt anything with that it's just a, a 22 like a 22 caliber yeah and it reminded me of one of my favorite um quotes from anything which was c lab 2021 uh where our uh, c lab 2020 whatever which one ever it was and the the one guy uh a woman asks did you rat give a baby a gun and wrap it in asbestos and then the guy goes i forget he's like the main guy with the white hair goes he couldn't even hurt a fly with that thing it's just a 22 he gives a baby a gun but his his reaction <laughs> is it's only a 22 yeah <laughs> um good old so, captain murphy <laughs> captain murph murphy that's right um so the trucks all like keep doing this like weird salute where they like stand they all like stand still and like they have some sort of respect for ray apparently i don't know like they're gonna about to they're about to mush his head right they're about to smash him from both ends when he's trying to uh, uh you know save the kids in the pipe and they just stop completely stop and let them run away but just for a sec um until the kids kids get away and then they're like just kidding ah, we're crazy trucks <laughs> um 
the rednecks keep forgetting that the trucks are alive and just like going into momentary psychosis where they're like, I'm going to take my truck. It's my truck. Like they keep doing this thing where it's like, yeah. guys, the trucks have been wiling out for two hours, four hours. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like, wait, that's my truck. And then they run yeah. out to get the truck. <laughs> both of them do it. I know they're both they're both just shocked. Like yeah. in the scene, while Ray is being held hostage by the two trucks and the kids are in the pipe and he's like he gets the kids out of the pipe. One of the rednecks is standing outside and he's like standing coyly behind one of the trucks. And this is where we were talking about why does the truck need the mirror? Because the truck uses its mirror to spot the the trucker behind him. And he's standing there coyly like, I ain't up to nothing. Don't worry (laughs) about me. We'll see who's going to get into whose cab. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i don't know what they thought was going to happen um but, but they, chase, stuff they chase them off and they run them into another building <laughs> like mm-hmm. he just runs to another building where he finds some beers um starts slugging some beers um but uh yeah there's a really funny little fight scene where they they think start to get like ornery and the one Redneck's like, I'm going to take what's rightfully mine. And they're like, no, you can't go out there. And then Abby's daddy like pushes him or something. And he, Abby's dad comes in and slugs him. And then the other guy grabs Abby's dad. and bashes his head off the pinball machine. Yeah. And then Jack hits him with the softest like bottle strike in the head. And of course, it's like a breakaway, you know, fake glass bottle. Yeah. And it just I mean, he barely taps it's- him and it just explodes. And then it's he, one of the quickest and stupidest fight scenes of all time. It's the quickest, stupidest fight scene. And then, bafflingly, Jack knocks this guy to the ground. And mm-hmm. then Jack turns to the camera <laughs> yeah. and says, peace, brother. But, like, yeah. who is he saying it to? He's not saying it to any... It, like. It's yeah. a line. It's a line you should be delivering to the guy you just knocked out. But he's turned completely away from that guy to look at the camera. Yeah, he's he like, like walks to the camera for it. Yeah, yeah. It's like what uh, the fuck I don't is know. this? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, so the whole time you're like, why do they want to get out of that pipe so badly? It feels like actually kind of safe that they're in there. And to cover up that plot hole, they just make like an, a weird dubbed over line where they just go, if you don't get out of that pipe. Um, then the rats will eat you. <laughs> I don't know. It's so stupid. Such a throwaway line just to explain that plot hole. And I just thought, why did you take exception to that plot hole? Like, why are you so worried about that to put it this little like voice over, you know, yeah. a, a voice over to, to, to tie up that loose end? I mean, there's um, so much there's so much ADR in this film anyway. It doesn't matter yeah. who says what, when it's, it gives a fuck. <laughs> this is the scene that is maybe the stupidest and worst scene. I mean, it's funny a little bit, but Mrs. Yeager, who she's distraught, her husband died. They got murdered by a truck. They give her some like sedative of some sort. Yeah. Um, And then like 20 minutes later, she just is walking up on this ridge, which where did that ridge come from? And then she's just walking up there just like, gingerly walking not running not like looking distraught just walking and they all are like where are you going hey hey and they're trying to yell to her for some reason she can't hear them and this is when a truck 
solid snakes her comes up behind her and snaps her neck <laughs> because the truck walks up the truck like tiptoes up behind her they're all yelling because they can see the giant truck she can't see it or hear them or and the then, truck apparently <laughs> yeah and then yeah can't hear the truck and then um it just cut away and it's an off-scene death and apparently the truck had run her down but i like to think that the truck snuck up behind her and went did that like b button smash boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Ah, and you know <laughs> the solid snake snapped her neck um it's it's the laziest dumbest kill i've ever seen it would have made more sense to just never see her again and then it's unexplained and she just perished in the later explosion you know what i mean mm-hmm. um it, it doesn't make any sense i mean even even better is if like so she's like she's all sedated and she's out of her mind distraught because her you know boyfriend is dead and like, you have a scene that comes pretty shortly after this i think where after the sun's gone down they're all trapped inside and then abby for no fucking reason at all makes a break for it and runs for the phone booth that's uh, yeah. that's ringing you know it's <laughs> there, there's somebody's making a call yeah uh, so for whatever reason abby decides oh i better go get that because we don't not answer phones in Canada. That's rude. Yeah, it's rude. I really wanted her to pick it up, and it was Freddy on the other end. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I wanted something on the other end, but like, yeah. If you change that out for Mrs. Jaeger, mm. and then just have both her and Jack get squashed in the phone booth, yeah. that's yeah. fine. It makes more sense. Would have made a hundred times more sense than her getting yeah stealth killed by a truck. Yeah, and also makes more sense that Abby doesn't run out. You know, she's the one who's the most terrified of all of this, but yeah. for some reason runs out on her own. Teen like, girl, lots yeah. of talk on the phone. Oh, that's what it was. That's yeah, yeah, what yeah. it was. It was the call of the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, small madness. Um, <laughs> she had to so, find. She had to find out if she was about to go on her dream date. yeah picking it up and it was like it's not bobby um (laughs) fuck that's (laughs) guys i've played dream phone a lot we've played a lot of dream phone in high school my friend had uh, a dream phone a game of dream phone and mall madness that were his older sisters from when she was little Mm. and we would get fucked up and play dream phone and mall madness was fucking (laughs) hilarious it was so much fun and they'd be like it's not steven and we'd be like fuck (laughs) <laughs> it was so good he's not at the shoe store anyway um the cook uh makes everyone a nice hot cup of soup which is what everyone wants right now in the fucking desert heat with no air conditioning we all want a nice hot cup of soup in these trying um, times <laughs> can i offer you some soup in these trying times um and then they keep talking about how the trucks are trying to tell them something um Ray thinks it's time to bail at this point. Um, the redneck, uh, I thought was, you know, was, was a, a pre like he's, I didn't expect it from him to be, you know, I like to play the game salt life or barstool, bro. Oh, yeah. You know, when you're like at a bar, you, somebody walks in, you're like, okay, is this person like when we, we one time, uh, we were doing a little bit of, um, of, of people watching down on the North shore when it was Cheney Kesney weekend. And uh, when Chenny Kesney comes to town, baby, you know, it's going to be you're either going to be a, a, a salt life 
or a barstool bro. I did not picture the the redneck being a barstool bro because when he finds kerosene, he goes, "Let's go, boys." <laughs> and I just thought that's such a barstool bro thing to say. Um, it's a barstool bro thing to say, but you know what? That is also a real trailer park boys thing to say. Because That's again, remember this is filmed in Canada, and he probably just couldn't, you know, contain himself, and he's just yeah. like, "Let's go, boys." <laughs> yeah, actually, kind of think of it. I could hear Ricky saying, "Let's go, boys," pretty yeah. quickly, but for some reason, I immediately thought of fucking Instagram barstool douches. But Corey Trevor smokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, um, I, I kind of because it's set in the American Southwest. I oftentimes forgot how canadian it was but um anyway uh speaking of uh of canadian we were talking about some of the you know the one guy being in the goosebumps uh episodes that is the most painfully canadian show i've ever seen in my life if you go back and watch that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna love it yeah yeah so he whips up some Maltov cocktails um and then the 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 other redneck um just kind of gets all fired up and gets mad at him for throwing Molotov cocktails at his truck, even though it's sentient now. And it's like, don't do that to my truck and goes running out (laughs) and gets in the truck and is of course immediately like, I can't drive this sentient truck. Hey, it's it's being disrespectful. It's not listening to me at all. This truck, I trained you better than this truck. Um, But the, and then he runs at the other redneck who throw, is, has thrown a Molotov cocktail at that truck. And then as soon as it rams into the building that he's in, this little shack, it bursts into a fireball. Yeah. Um, like it, it was full of flammable gas. Um, and that's great. That's fine. But the funniest part is no one is that bombed. <laughs> No, <laughs> like whenever Mrs. Jaeger got solid snaked by the truck, they're like, oh, my God, everyone's like super distraught, like or as distraught as they are in this movie. Um, when the rednecks both got exploded, they were like, oh, man, like yeah. even Ray kind of almost smirked. Like, right. It's like, <laughs> it's so I mean, weird. You know, uh, yeah, they've been rowdy and yeah, they are yeah. basically pre QAnon QAnon. Like if they yeah. like if they were allowed to live longer, they would have gotten there, you know. Oh, but, for sure. But yeah, they they everybody just kind of goes, oh well, that happened. Yeah, Shucks. at least they don't have to get out of here. Um, which also which also tells you there was nothing of value in that building either, because you know, okay. like nobody even re- reacts to that. They're just like, oh, I guess that building's gone too. Buy everything yeah. over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a couple beers and a couple loaves of Wonder Bread over there, but um, I don't think they knew that. Um, so this is like the time, you know, why winding down in the movie where they're just like, um, OK, we need to kill off some of these characters. Too many left. Um, so people start dying fast. Uh, those two, obviously, the the Jaegers have died. The truck has now taken out the generator um, and they're just going for broke. They just start smashing all the buildings, which up to this point, they didn't really care. Um, And uh, but they're like trying to talk to them, but they're trying to tell them something. They keep alluding to the fact they're trying to talk to Ray specifically. Um, And they 
they think they need to go pick up the phone. You talk about Abby runs out there. That's how Jack, the hippie guy, dies. He like, he he dies off camera. It's again, it's stupid. Um, nobody cares. Um, they all pull up the building and just like lay on the horn. And then Ray realizes that he's the fuel guy. He runs the pumps at the gas station. So he thinks that he has determined that they want him to give them fuel. So he does. And he says, like, this is the opportunity for everyone to escape. So they go get the motorcycle that Logan had, you know, fixed up. Abby and her dad jump on the motorcycle. They take off. Meanwhile, fills up the trucks or whatever, and that gives them enough time to escape. Basically, um, the cook just shoots a 22 pistol at the foot of a truck not really doing anything, but apparently because he hit the headlight again, if that's the eye of the truck, maybe it makes him crash and then he gets mushed and they're like, he saved our lives. I'm like, I don't think he did. I think no. he just like sacrificed himself in vain. Like it was dumb. Um, <laughs> I, I, well, it's like, I don't think he saved their lives, but on the other hand, he's an old man. So he would have just like weighed them down anyway. Yeah, so they just like, needed him yeah. off the planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just like, all right, you go out there and and on a fucking kamikaze mission. But and then Ray blows up the the king truck with one rifle shot. Just one well placed rifle shot just makes it explode into a fireball. Classic lazy, stupid thing to do. <laughs> um, and uh, Hope and Ray and Logan then just climb a small hill nearby, which apparently was there the whole time, which was very yeah. close. They could have made a run for hours and hours ago. Yeah, because um, these are trucks. These are like semi trucks. They can't get up a like a like a, a a dirt, you know, hill, like a little hill with a without a road. No, um, They're, like it's it, the hill's going to collapse under their weight. Like it's yeah, it's a shitty gradient. Yeah. And then you just go hide on the other side. That's it. <laughs> you lay in the yeah. grass for and a they're bit. like let's rest here and wait till morning it's like why didn't you guys do that so long ago when everyone's live yeah um but then you cut to this electrical worker um in a bucket truck and he gets like shaken because the truck comes to life and shakes him until he gets like he's like hanging on a safety strap and then he just gets like fed into the electrical wires and gets electrocuted now this dude killed it doesn't himself. make any sense <laughs> That was on purpose. Yeah, this dude killed himself. He just fucking, you just reached out and grabbed the Transformer like an asshole. <laughs> but the whole time he's yelling like, I'm going to kick your ass. Like, why did that? Why was that scene here? Why was it there? It Because it didn't go anywhere else. Like, so again, back to Maximum Overdrive. That movie starts not with trucks. It starts with a whole bunch of shit. It starts with bridges mm. and cars and, and lawnmowers. Yeah. yeah. We get a whole bunch of stuff before we get grounded into a fucking uh, a truck stop. Yeah, the the they only recorded so many little vignettes, and they mm -hmm. burned them all. But like they only had what the they only had the clean suit killer, they had yeah. tiny Tonka Terror, and now right. we have the the uh, the you know the cherry picker, and like. Mm. The, the cherry picker was filmed at night, so the editor went, oh, I can't show anything that's out of sequence. Night hasn't fallen yeah. anywhere else, so I have to show night at night. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Cause that was probably how the electricity was going to go out. Mm -hmm. Like, and then they were like, no, it's all happening within one day. So let's make the, the, the army truck with the cloud crash into the transformer. And that's, what's going to happen. But we still got this footage and like, that was a pretty cool scene. So let's just throw it in there at the end and get to our, however many minutes we got to get to, to fill up that block on TV. Right. Oh man. It was so, it just felt like a complete non sequitur. I, 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 like I was watching it. I'm going, there's five minutes left in this movie. What possibly could be happening? Yeah. That like, makes sense. Yeah. I was like, why are you introducing a brand new character with five minutes to go? What the fuck is this? Uh, I was so confused, but um so morning comes and then a helicopter arrives and you're like hey we're saved and they do this little dumb race to which this was actually probably one of the better parts of the movie mm-hmm. the 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 truck that ray blew up with the single magic bullet has come back to life resurrected itself from the dead it's all burned out and it's chasing them they are running to the helicopter they get to the helicopter just in time. You know, there's like Ray's dangling. He finally gets into the helicopter. The the truck, uh, uh, you know, or it's like the skeleton of the truck. It's like the end of Gremlins, you know, with it's like it's all the skins like melted off it or something. It's like a skeleton of a truck. It gets launched into the lake and they're like, yay, this is great. We did it. <laughs> it's they not even a lake. Helicopter. It's not even a lake. This is this. No, no, no. Th- th- this little chase is OK, but the way it ends is fucking terrible. It's. It's yeah. a terrible little stunt jump into a puddle. And it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. Like that doesn't defeat the truck. It doesn't go over a cliff. It's nothing cool. It just goes a bump, a dump, a splash. And it, into it, like 18 inches of water. Yeah. yeah like it, pro- it probably drove out. You just don't see it happen because they're in the helicopter now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, but then Abby is, uh, is on the helicopter. Her dad's not there, but she's on there and she's like kind of like a mute now. I don't know. And they're super excited. We did it. We escaped. But then Ray looks up and no one's driving the helicopter. It's a fucking controlling itself. And then a voice comes across the radio i guess of yeah. the helicopter and goes just hang on folks i repeat just hang on which is of course what the what the sheriff said on the station earlier so what does that i would like to hear before i give my two cents what does that mean to you what does that last little uh, thing at the end suggest to you so to me it suggests that they didn't have any good ideas but <laughs> they somehow came up with the precursor to Bumblebee and the Transformer movies where mm-hmm. Bumblebee can only speak in radio frequencies. And so now the helicopter can speak in radio frequencies by picking up what the sheriff had said earlier. You said you mentioned uh, how okay. like the sheriff delivered the line in a weird way, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's because the sheriff was possessed or any dumb shit like that. I just think it's a bad actor. And then they only had bad actor take for later on. Mm. Could be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just really upset me that like they did that instead of having the helicopter do a complete Yui and just spin around and crash back into that truck. 
That's how that should <laughs> oh, have ended. Been that would have ruled. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Or the helicopter or the helicopter's got hazmat suits in it, inflates them, Ooh. picks them all up and lifts them up into the blades and decapitates them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been sick. Oh, but no. Oh, no. The helicopter <laughs> lands. Oh shit. oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, you have a helicopter. Like, it's an army helicopter. It lands, right? Yeah. And it lands to pick up everybody and it's full of the hazmat suit people. And then they come mm-hmm. running at them and then like the hazmat suit people all draw weapons <laughs> and then chase them back at the truck <laughs> and kill them. <laughs> and then at the end, the helicopter and the truck jump up and high five. And then you see in the in the window of the pilot seat, it's the tiny Tonka truck. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, did I do that yeah. or something? <laughs> and it's over and then credits roll. Oh, man, it's so dumb. I kind of took it as like, which you're you might be right. I, I took it as, you know, it was some sort of like government conspiracy or the aliens were in, you know, cahoots with the government or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't fucking know who, whatever. It doesn't matter. It sucks. It's a terrible movie. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That's it's just it. so vague. It doesn't really fucking matter what you come up with. Like you make yeah. your make your own out of it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, they were like like if they were like talking, you know, in the in the uh, uh, the, the you know, in the in the boardroom after the the movie wrapped up and they were like, hey, you know, how, how, how did it end? They were like, oh, uh, hour thirty nine. <laughs> like that's what they, that's what they're more concerned with like that not not actually what oh, good good how many uh, commercial breaks yeah. do we get <laughs> yeah um so anyway that's trucks you guys don't watch it yeah um if you want to get like this is a movie you can just skim or watch like youtube clips of oh yeah this is a good just, youtube clip show <laughs> Yeah, just watch the YouTube clips. Watch the trucks curb stomping the mailman. That's worth a watch. There's a couple of really stupid scenes that are worth a watch. Don't go watch the whole movie. It's fucking guys. And I don't say this that often. This is horse trash. (laughs) Don't go watch it. It is worthless. Um, But you can. There's a couple funny parts you can you can watch on YouTube. So it's too long. It's too long to be worth it. (sighs) If it was an hour 20, oh, all right, fine, mm-hmm. fine. I've wore, I've saw worse. I've sat through worse movies, but to be an hour and 40, that last like it, this is what happens with movies this bad, which I listen, we've talked about this. I like bad movies, but when I watch bad movies, there comes a time where I'm like, ah, shit, how much is left here? I'm tired or I got shit to do or whatever. And I look at it and I go. Oh, there's only 20 minutes left. That's great. It's perfect. You know, 20 minutes, wrap everything up. It'll be fun. This, I look at the clock and I go, fuck, this is really dragging. How much time's left? 40 minutes left? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I don't think I can do this. Like that, that, that's that's that last 20 minutes doesn't sound like that much, but that point last 20 minutes is the difference between tolerable and intolerable. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this movie is inside the black hole that's in Interstellar. That just is a complete time sink and warps everything around it. <laughs> yeah, it felt like three fucking hours. I and I watched on two B two, so it had commercials. Mm. Oh god, took so long. Anyway, don't watch it. All nope. right, guys, uh, that is trucks. Um, don't forget a couple of things. Uh, check check out the social medias in the coming days. Here, you get to vote on what that 
uh, September showdown episode topic is going to be, which to remind you, we've got 80 slasher uh, one hit wonders. We've got uh, horror comedies and then we've got horror noir. So that should be a fun episode for uh, for September. And we're coming up on the spooky season, guys. So, oh, and also, if you've been waiting on stickers from me, I sent out like a whole bunch of stickers yesterday. So they should be coming for you. And I already got them by the time you listen to this. And if you want some Halloween is forever stickers are getting low, I'm going to have to order some more. Uh, but if you want some Halloween is forever stickers, I also, for those of you who uh, got some stickers here this week, I also put a couple little goodies in there, little dumb, weird shit, little spooky, some Halloween stuff, some, some temporary tattoos and dumb shit. But you might even get a, you might even get a dang old atomic fireball or some dumb shit like that. Um, but if you want something, want a little little care package with some stickies in it from the Halloween's Forever crew, go on the social media, or I'm sorry, not the social medias, but go on the uh, the, the Portcatcher apps and give us a five star review or however many the maximum number of stars is, um, and then uh, uh, and and review us, and then send us a little DM in the uh, Twitter or Instagram and say, hey, I reviewed you guys, and we'll say, cool, what's your address? I'll send you some stickies. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, anything else, Steve? Uh, let's see. Month of August, we've got a returning guest coming up. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. have any suggestions for guests that you want to hear on showdowns, or if you think you can win a championship from us, you know, uh, let us know. I think I have an idea for who we're going to have on for October, because that's going to be special okay. month. But, you know, like yeah. September, November, December, you know, if you if you think you want to take a challenge, you want to take a shot. You know, you can you too can be like Anthony. Take a shot at the champ. Yeah, yeah. You too can be like Anthony and make us watch fucking something awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually did have a couple people reach out about about guesting here. So um yeah, that'll be fun. All right, boys and ghouls. For the Halloween is Forever crew, I'm Brian. And I'm not driving trucks ever in my entire life. Guys, avoid trucks. They're dangerous. Mm-hmm. Bye. See ya. Thank you.